slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Lots to talk about on today's show. Is one of the Islanders' restricted free agents being targeted by another team? We'll talk about that possibility and what the Islanders can do about it. We continue our look at each Islander player on the roster during the offseason with a look at Noah Dobson, what he accomplished this year during the regular season, during the playoffs, and what his future with the team looks like, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we're going back to one of the good goaltenders on the Islanders dating back to the beginning of the franchise origins. We've got all that and a whole lot more coming up on today's show. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join me tonight, Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time to get in on the action. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to email the show, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and your first name and where you're from. We're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings throughout the offseason and all the way up until training camp opens up in September. So let's start off with some of the rumors that are going around. And look, this time of year with the expansion draft and the entry draft and free agency and uh, trade rumors and, and rumors about different free agents are all over the place. So not a surprise that this is indeed a rumor that's going around, but uh, apparently Uh, According to uh, David Pagnotta of the fourth period, the Montreal Canadiens may be interested in trying to sign Islanders forward Anthony Bevilier. Bo is a restricted free agent, and uh, one of the players that Montreal may be interested in. So, look, right now, it would make sense. There is logic behind why Montreal would want him. Uh, Bavillier, a native of Quebec province, uh, he grew up about an hour outside of downtown Montreal. He's got good speed. He is a top six forward. So he is somebody who certainly would uh, capture the interest of the Canadiens, certainly could bring in some more fans and and you know, make 
the fans there feel good about having a, a local product on the roster. And look, because Bavillier is a restricted free agent, there's a couple of ways the Canadians can go. They could try to uh, work out a trade where they would then get Bavillier's negotiating rights. That is certainly one possibility. And in that case, the Islanders would be getting, whether it's draft picks, prospects, or experienced players in return. And that may be one way that... Well, you know, the Islanders could opt to replace Bavillier with another forward, or they could try to get a defenseman off the Montreal roster that, you know, maybe could replace Nick Letty. That is another possibility, but unlikely in my mind. And then the other way they could do it is to try to, you know, give a poison pill to... uh Bavillier and sign him to a contract that the Islanders, because of cap situations, won't match uh, or can't match. Now, what Lou Lamorello has been doing over the last week kind of negates that approach to a large extent because the Islanders now have the ability to match anything that the Canadians might throw at him. Now, look, if the Canadians offer eight, nine, ten million dollars a year contract to Anthony Bavillier. I doubt the Islanders would match that, but I doubt the Canadians would do that. So uh, it really becomes a question of working out some kind of a trade. Canadians, GM Mark Bergevin would uh, have to make some kind of an, uh, of an offer, but we have to see, you know, what the Islanders might be interested in getting back and... Look, Alexander Romanov is one possibility. He's a young defenseman, but again, we're talking about Lula Morello and Barry Trotz, and they tend to prefer veterans. I don't think that, uh, A, the Islanders are interested in trading Bavillier unless there's absolutely no way they could re-sign him, and B, if they do trade him, that they would be interested in going after a young defenseman like that, uh, who then they, you know, who would then give them two really young defensemen. If you add Romanov and and, and Dobson together, Romanov twenty one, Dobson will also be twenty one by the time next season ends, I believe. So realistically, I doubt the Islanders would be that. A- eager to have two young defensemen getting big-time minutes on their blue line. Uh, It's just a trust issue for Trotz and for Lamorello, and I don't think that is the option. Forwards-wise, there are some players out there, both highly regarded young forwards, guys like Cole Caulfield, who's only 20 years old, or Nick Suzuki, who's only 21, uh, Suzuki is a center, had 41 points in 56 games. Caulfield only played 10 games, 4 goals, 5 points. He's uh, a 20-year-old right wing. Realistically, though, Montreal probably isn't eager to part with either one of those two players, and therefore, I think it is highly unlikely that a trade could be worked out easily with the Montreal Canadiens. So, To me, the Islanders really do want to bring Anthony Bavillier back. 
I don't think there's that big of a fear that he won't be there. But the Canadians rumored to be interested in him, and so I wanted to pass that information along uh, and and just keep you on top of it. Meanwhile, uh, another player that the Islanders have been linked to, uh, you know, in the rumor mill, uh, we get some good news about him, and that's Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, he gets apparently a clean bill of health. So, you know, if the Islanders are interested in acquiring Vladimir Tarasenko, uh, injury, the injury situation is something they would not have to worry about quite as much, and he has missed significant time over the last two seasons, and that has to be a concern. When we come back, we will talk about Noah Dobson's season and his future with the Islanders. We also have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you could talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked On Islanders once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the Islanders and the NHL. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link to your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest updates. Follow me at Locked On Islanders to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live tonight. Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Islanders. See you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. Did you know they have nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited-time flavor? And I'll tell you, when those come out, you got to grab them fast because they don't last long. Listen to some of these great flavors. Cherry coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There really is something for everyone, and if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. That means they're not only great tasting, but they are good for you. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So we continue our look at the Islanders roster and how each player did during the season and what we can expect from them in the coming year. And now we continue with defenseman Noah Dobson. And... You know, you look at Dobson's season, he was a an important contributor for the Islanders, and it's hard to believe Noah Dobson is just 21 years old. He turned 21 in January and played in 46 games this year, three goals, 14 points, was a plus one, and averaged about 16 and a half minutes of ice time 
uh, per game. And that's up from just 13 minutes and 17 seconds of ice time in his rookie year. The thing about Dobson is that he does show a lot of promise. Five of his 11 assists came on the power play, and you could see him learning more and more as the season and then as the playoffs went on. Because realistically, Dobson was playing better in his own zone, and he was learning, learning quickly, I might add, uh, when he can pinch without getting caught, and when he has to stay back and not take a chance on holding the puck into the zone. He is learning how to be a power play quarterback and distribute the puck and when to shoot. And it has been really great to watch his development. In the playoffs, he really did sort of pick things up. And, you know, he didn't score any playoff goals But he had seven assists in the playoffs in 19 games. And that was a great sign. And he wasn't, you know, a liability on defense in really any of the games that he played. You know, okay, he made the occasional mistake. We know he's going to do that as he learns. But I think Noah Dobson has a very bright future. And now that Nick Letty has been traded to Detroit... You have to figure, looking ahead, that Noah Dobson is going to play a larger role on this team going forward. Now, the thing about Barry Trotz and Lou Lamorello, and we've mentioned this, they prefer the veterans to the younger players. It's a trust thing for them. And Noah Dobson is going to have to earn trust to move up from the third pair on defense to the second pair on defense, and I think he'll do it. The question is when. Will it take place during the 2021-2022 season? And it may very well depend on who the Islanders bring in to replace Nick Letty. If you add, you know, a suitor, uh, you know, maybe suitor stays on that second defense pairing, Uh, or a Yandel, maybe they stay on the second defense pairing for this year, and you you keep Dobson on the third pair. That is a realistic possibility. And of course, depending on how he plays, Dobson could also start the season as a third pair guy and, you know, move up to the second pair because he's out playing the veteran who they brought in to you know, play opposite Scott Mayfield on the second pair. I do think that it benefited Noah Dobson a lot to play with a veteran like Andy Green. Green is experienced, he's reliable in his own zone, and knowing that you had a guy there who knew what to do positionally and was smart in his own zone had to reinforce the confidence of Noah Dobson and, you know, Green was someone that he could learn from, and I think that he did learn from over the course of the season. What is the ceiling for a guy like Noah Dobson? Well, that's tough to say. Could he become a top-pair defenseman? He'd have to improve in his own zone to be able to do that. 
But could he be running the number one power play for this team? Yeah, absolutely he could. Could he, you know, go from 16 minutes a game to 18 or 20 minutes a game? Yeah, I I don't think that's unrealistic. Again, depending on how quickly he does good things without the puck. With Nick Letty gone, Dobson will have a big opportunity to step up and get more ice time on the power play alone. And the Islanders are certainly hoping that he will come through in that respect and get the job done. And, you know, if he does step up and play better on the power play, when you add Dobson's increased production along with the return of Anders Lee, you know, that gives you hope for the power play in 2021-2022 and beyond. So we're going to see. I think this will be a very pivotal season for Noah Dobson, and he really does have an opportunity to take a much bigger role this year than he's had in the past. It's a question of whether or not he's mature enough physically and psychologically to earn that playing time, and it is something we will definitely keep an eye on. Uh, Tomorrow, we will continue our player-by-player analysis of the Islanders as we discuss Matt Martin's season and his future with the Islanders. When we come back, we've got our Islanders' birthday of the day and some more rumors and news concerning your New York Islanders, including the announcement of the first two preseason games this September. They are on the schedule. All that more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends on at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You also have the Olympics, hopefully starting this week. NFL training camps getting underway, and the NBA Finals. Well, they they could be over by the time you hear this podcast, or could be in for a big Game 7. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in on the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we want to wish a very happy 77th birthday to former Islanders goaltender Jerry Desjardins. The native of Sudbury, Ontario, joined the National Hockey League in 1968-69 with the L.A. Kings, then went on to the Chicago Blackhawks, where he backed up Tony Esposito, and the Islanders selected him in the expansion draft. And realistically, you know, he had the unenviable task of playing on the Islanders in their first two seasons, and he faced an awful lot of shots. It showed in the first year... uh, a 4.68 goals against average and a record of 535 and 3 but 
That improved a lot in the second year, where his goals against went down to 3.12, and he won nine games, losing 17 and tying six. And then again, you know, even that first year, it wasn't Desjardins' fault. He kept the Islanders in a lot of games that they had no business being in. And it's interesting, after he left the Islanders after two seasons, he went to the WHA for one year. The team he was playing for, the Michigan Stags slash Baltimore Blades, folded, and he ended up on the Buffalo Sabres and helped them make a run to the Stanley Cup final in 1975, where they fell in six games to the Philadelphia Flyers Broad Street Bully edition. Uh, Desjardins stayed with Buffalo through the 77-78 season, actually had one arm that was uh, a little bit crooked. It broke and wasn't set properly. And so, you know, whether that helped him or hurt him as a goalie, we're not really sure, but he was able to play through it and play well. We go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders, April 2nd, 1974 at the Nassau Coliseum. The Pittsburgh Penguins are the visitors. 13,902 fans on hand. Jerry Desjardins, of course, the goalie for the Islanders. Andy Brown, the last maskless goalie in NHL history, was in the nets for the Penguins. And it was Pittsburgh getting on the board early. Wayne Bianchin scoring just two minutes and ten seconds into the game. His 11th of the year, unassisted. And it was one nothing Pittsburgh. Then... The Islanders were short-handed as Burt Marshall was off for interference. Sill Apps, his 24th goal of the year, a power play tally at 7:16. Lowell McDonald and Ron Stackhouse with the helpers, and all of a sudden the Islanders trailed two to nothing, and the game was just a little over seven minutes old. But the Islanders bounced back. Ralph Stewart got his 22nd of the year unassisted at 8.38, and after one period, it was a 2-1 hockey game. In the second period, the Islanders tied it. Ralph Stewart strikes again his 23rd. Dave Hudson and Craig Cameron with the assist at 19.45. The game was all tied at 2. In the third period, the Islanders break the tie. Bob Nystrom gets what proved to be the game winner. His 21st assists to Ed Westfall and Gary Howitt at 625. And the Islanders escape with a 3-2 win. Islanders were outshot in this game. 40-18. to And yet Jerry Desjardins making 30 eight saves to earn the win, including 14 saves in the third period to make sure that the Islanders held on to that 3-2 lead. So, as he did so many times, Desjardins stealing this game for the Islanders, and we wish Jerry Desjardins a very happy 77th birthday and many healthy and happy more. He was a big part of the Islanders in their first two seasons in the NHL, and we wish him all the best. We do have uh, an announcement on two preseason games uh, that came out. Islanders have not officially announced their preseason schedule, but the Flyers announced theirs, and so we know now that the Islanders will be playing against the Flyers in Philadelphia September 28th, and they will face the Flyers in a preseason game at Bridgeport on October 5th. Now, times have not yet been announced, so we have to see when 
you know, what time these games are played, but right now it is, uh, you can mark your calendar as to when the Islanders will be playing these two games, September 28th, a road game against the Flyers, and October 5th at Bridgeport against the Flyers. So, preseason hockey, not all that far away. Tomorrow, we are going to discuss who the Islanders lost in the expansion draft because we will actually know that. It will be held tonight, and we will let everybody know and analyze who the Islanders lost, what it means for the team, both on the ice and in the world of the salary cap, and we'll have a whole lot more as well. So make sure you join us tomorrow for that. And, of course, join me tonight at 8.30 p.m. on Spotify Green Room as we have Locked On Islanders chat. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That does it for this episode of Locked On Islanders. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe and, of course, let's go Islanders!